Joy Church. We're a growing family after God's heart, and today we're here to worship the Lord and then to celebrate and give thanks for one who has impacted all of our lives, Pam Kringlin. She has. She has served as a director of worship ministries here at Gateway Church for 15 years. Isn't that amazing? 15 years. And she has served well. Let's give her a hand. I want you to know this is not a farewell service, all right? So just, just know that, okay? Pam and Donnie and the family are not saying goodbye, though Pam will spend most of June with her family in Oregon. And July, okay. See, she's, she's correcting me here. Uh, what am I going to do without Pam? <laughs> July. And uh, her, her mom and, and uh, family live in Oregon, and uh, it's really going to be neat that they can connect in a greater way. But they will continue to be a part of this spiritual family right here at Gateway Church. But Pam's specific ministry of director of worship ministries will conclude at the end of this month. So today, we want to say to her and to the Lord, thank you, Pam. Thank you, Pam. Pam's at the back there in the, uh, um, what do you call that, sound booth, video booth. I just don't like to go back there. Tech booth, that's it, tech booth. We want to say we celebrate you today, Pam. When I think of Pam, a lot of words come to mind. Enthusiasm, friendly, contagious, joy. She indeed is a worshiper, right? We know that. And a lot more. She's Tigger. That's another word. Tigger the tiger. I mean, she has that kind of personality. Very contagious. Just easy to love. But a phrase that is so true of Pam is this. So what I want to talk about briefly It's that Pam's a woman of great faith. A woman of great faith. I know Pam would would say, no way, not me. But I would say to you, Pam, yes, you, Pam, you are a woman of great faith. According to Jesus' statement and a story that he told and how your ministry for 15 years, it matches and lines up with the story that Jesus told because you are very much like the person in the story that he talked about. Therefore, if the shoe fits, the shoe fits, Pam, you are a woman of great faith. It's right there in Luke 17, 5 through 10. I'd just like to, to read this scripture, just make a few comments about it. The apostle said to the Lord, here's what we want, Jesus. We want, we want to increase our faith. Lord, do it. He replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mulberry bush, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Verse 7, suppose one of you, and then he tells a story. So he starts with a statement. It's a statement about You don't have to have a lot of faith. As long as you have faith, small as a mustard seed. If you have that much faith, you can say to that tree, be uprooted, go. And then he tells a story. They ask him, 
give us great faith. Here's a statement, and then he says, tells them a story. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat? No. Won't he rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? Verse 10, so also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. There's something that I want you to know as we give thanks for Pam. It's this. Do you want to be a person of great faith? Pam is. No doubt about that, and I'm going to tell you why. But you can be a person of great faith. If you're willing to be a servant, you'll be a person of great faith. You can write that down. Meditate on that sentence this week. If you're willing to be a servant, you'll be a person of great faith. Did you see the connect in the parable? that Jesus made between serving and great faith. It's not even a leap. It's right in front of our face. The disciples asked, make us men of great faith, increase our faith, put your hands on us, Jesus, and give it to us the easy way. And that happens. That's not how it happened here. Told them a story that basically says, If you want to see your faith increase, be like a servant. What does a servant look like? In the story, a servant is first and foremost willing. Willing. Willing to do ordinary tasks. Suppose one of you has a a servant doing what? Plowing. Does that sound like some extraordinary work? Not really. That's what a servant does. A servant plows. A servant looks after sheep. It's not very grandiose. Just ordinary tasks that need to get done. Pam did a lot of what we would call ordinary tasks here at Gateway Church. She worked mostly behind the scenes. She wasn't an upfront kind of person. Though we saw her often playing on the keyboard, but off to the side. Most of the work that she did was behind the scenes, working with people, developing leaders, emailing the team, having awesome suppers and dinners for her team, encouraging her team, behind the scenes, identifying singers, Worshippers, lead worshipers. She has served in the community on numerous occasions. There was a season in, in our, our city where we had a couple of citywide worship services. You remember those days? And Pam was, was right there behind the scenes, calling different people from various congregations, putting together teams. I remember the one 
the one time we were out at Sherburn County Fair on the, on the, the Sunday that concluded the fair. I think seven churches decided on that Sunday we're not going to meet in our individual buildings. We're going to get together. We're going to go worship out at the county fair. Who was behind that? Who was organizing that? Who was kind of putting the pieces together? It was Pam. What do servants do? They just do ordinary tasks. But she was definitely a strong leader behind the lines. And she impacted every single one of us. If you're part of Gateway Church, you have been impacted by Pam Kringlin, either directly or indirectly. Amen? Julie, our secretary, she sent an email to me on Saturday. And I want to read this email to you. Because it communicates what I'm trying to say here. She said, hi, Pastor Paul. Just wanted you to know that Dan Peters is planning on coming to Pam's honor service tomorrow. Dan's right back here. Dan, just put your hand up in the air right there. Dan's, Dan's here. He stated that he would not be doing his, his business. The Lord's called him into a unique business opportunity, a ministry where he helps churches and and various ministries with the, the creative side of, of video and, and uh, projection, all sorts of cool stuff. He said that he would not be doing what he's doing today if it weren't for Pam. Isn't that pretty cool? You know, Dan, Dan started when he was probably, when he got connected with, with Pam, you were probably, what, 16 years old, 17, something like that? And uh, here's this, this young man. He's got a beautiful wife and family and a, an incredible ministry. And he's here today because she mentored and encouraged me. And then Julie said something which I want. I, I agree and we, we all agree. I believe that there are many others with the same story. With the same story. Secondly, they're willing to get the job done. Verses 17a, or b and 8. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat? No, he won't say that because he's a servant. Won't he rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me? I'm the king, you're the servant. While I eat and drink, and after that you may eat and drink. They're willing to get the, the job done. One example of how Pam exhibited this in our church was Way of the Cross. Many of you have been to the Way of the Cross. At a district conference many, many years ago, eight years ago, Pam, something like that, and and I, I went to, to district conference, and they had kind of a, a way of the cross there, and it was, it was a great event. And I came back, and I said to Pam, Here, here's this booklet. I said, Pam, we got to do this. I feel like the Lord is wanting us to do this. And, 
guess what happened? She did it. I mean, if you've been to Way of the Cross in the last two or three years, it's an incredible experience. From start to finish, this whole auditorium is transformed into a place of encounter with Jesus and his passion for us. And she got the job done. I could have never done it. I just knew that we needed to do something like it. And she did it. And she's a woman of great faith. That's just one example, lastly, willing to serve without recognition. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? No. So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are what? Unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Pam ultimately served Jesus. It was all for him. She didn't serve for the recognition of others, but out of love for her Savior. Her, sa- her service was never about spotlight and recognition or fanfare. She was willing to do ordinary tasks because she was doing them for who? The Lord. I don't know of anybody who has been more content to minister behind the scenes than Pam. Listen. Please. I don't know too many people who have been more dedicated to the Lord than Pam. She plowed a lot of fields, served a lot lot of sheep, and 15 years of dedicated service And every single one of us have been impacted by her servanthood, both directly and indirectly. She has her fingerprints all over this place, (laughs) literally, everywhere you go. She was in all the planning phases of this facility. In fact, where you're at right now, this was, 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 was hers in terms of what the Lord had put on her heart and how this was laid out. And she has her fingerprints on our hearts, does she not? She's a woman of great faith. I'm going to have a few of her friends come and share some testimonies now. I'm going to ask Todd Jacobs, who's been a part of the team, singing. And, and uh, back in the, the booth there, I'm going to ask Pam or uh, Deanna and Tracy if they'll just come and be seated here. So, Todd, share with us the impact that Pam's had in your life. Good morning, Gateway. My name's Todd Jacobs, and I've had the pleasure of serving under Pam's leadership for over five years, both on the worship team up here, but also in the tech ministry in the back running sound. And working closely with someone for that long, you really get to know them well. Here's some words that I would use to describe Pam, and a lot of them will line up exactly what Paul was saying. Pam's funny. She leads by example. She's authentic. She's a passionate worshiper and set a great example for us on the worship team. She's a great musician playing the keyboards. 
She's always happy and joyful, dedicated, loving and caring, considerate, oftentimes writing handwritten thank you letters for her team, encouraging and building us up. She's thoughtful. She has a passionate heart for Jesus Christ. She has a love for music. She's very enthusiastic. She's a humble servant leader. And most of all, she encouraged and reminded us every time we're up here, we're humble servant leaders as well, with the primary mission of serving Christ through worship. We appreciate you, Pam, and all you do to build up our growing family after God's heart. Thank you. Um, what I'm sharing about Pam is more personal. Um, she's my friend. I, um, let's see, I started singing on worship teams when I was about probably 15, 16 years old and um, had been raised in our church here, Lions Community Church. And um, about 12 and a half years ago, Pam came to me and said, Tracy, I believe that God has anointed you to be a worship leader. I said, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And she said, no, I, I really believe that. And so she asked me to come and meet with Paul and Deanna, and we stepped into Paul's office, and, and they began to pray over me and, um, and tell me, continually tell me, Lord has called you to be a worship leader. Tracy and Pam kept saying that to me and I kept saying I just don't think you're right it's I just this isn't me I and she said no it is and she just kept saying it and it wasn't until probably um maybe five even less than five years ago that I started walking in that anointing and she didn't give up and she kept saying no Tracy God has anointed you for this now walk in it she was a constant encourager to me um Many, many times it would be conversations the week before I led, and I'd say, I just don't think I can do this again. Yes, you can do this again. And yes, this is what God has called you to do. Now walk in it, Tracy. Step into that faith that we have. So I, I just want to say that she is an encourager to me. I know and to many of us on our team. There wasn't always the time that Pam and I agreed on things, but she was so incredibly gracious to teach me and to help me to know what was right and how to lead and how to, um, um, I believe there's a difference between leading worship and just leading songs. And um, when you lead worship, you touch someone's heart. You, you draw them into the presence of God. When you lead songs, you're just dealing with their mind. And so um, she continually um, spoke that into my life. One thing I will never forget as she challenged me was that um, God has called us to dig a well during the week, which is time spent with him, time spent with the Holy Spirit, so that when we come to Sundays, we can pour out that God shows us what it is that he wants us to say, how he wants us to lead and how um, the songs that we sing touch the heart of not only the people here, but touch the heart of God. She has spent time with my children, with my sons, 
as Cole has started stepping into that role of worship leader and Nolan in the tech ministry and she really wanted to get her hands on Ian in the tech ministry too but <laughs> but we'll see how that works um it things that maybe a mom couldn't say in those lines of of worship she'd come along and say hey Cole I need to do it this way or Nolan I really need you to do something. I'm not techie. I'm not techie, so I don't even know what I'm going to say. Do something in the tech booth. I don't know. <laughs> but she would, she would guide him and teach him. And there was many times that she came and sat in my kitchen and just spent two hours just talking to the boys or talking to us. One time she just stopped by and they all wanted to know what she needed and she really didn't need anything. She just sat down and visited and she's my friend. I love her. She has been an inspiration and a mentor and, um, she has taught me to go to the word and to trust the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7, 28 says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart flows rivers of living water. And I think that's a picture of who she is. Um, I just want to start off with uh, where we were. <laughs> it's kind of funny because um, well, when Paul and I first got married and he started as the lead pastor here at Gateway, it um, used to be Alliance Community Church um, 25 years ago. Um, Ken was the song leader and he had a heart for worship. And it was during the season of integrity music and we started to like learn some worship courses. And so he, he um, introduced the courses, I believe, to the church. Well, then I came along and it's like, well, maybe we should have a worship team, you know. And so I would sit on the very front row in the sanctuary at the old building with a microphone, not facing anybody. And Ken would be up there singing and then added Tracy and then add another person. And maybe we should do some little harmonies. And so, I mean, that's where we were. And the Lord starts cultivating this heart of worship in, in our congregation. And then um, after a while, I don't remember, Pam, how long you actually have, have been to, at Gateway, but I do remember you had a baby shower for me when I was pregnant with Andra, and she's 21. And so Donnie and Pam had been serving on the worship team before she was a director. And then at one point she's like, because we didn't have like a, a worship director. We had um, worship leaders then. I was leading worship at some point. I came up on the stage and um, and they would encourage me to, you know, to lead. And I wasn't really a leader. And I was just praying for God just to bring the right worship leader along. And then I was going to step down. And Pam did the same thing. She'd encourage me. And then um, um, just she wouldn't give up. I know she prayed for me a lot. many seasons and we would stay up in your office or in the sanctuary standing in here till two o'clock in the morning just talking and praying together and what Paul said about a woman of faith is so true and I didn't connect these two things until I was sitting there because I wanted to talk about how many times when we would talk about some hard things and we'd connect later it would always be just this this um 
this story of redemption. That's just kept what coming to me. It was just like all the redemption of all these things that we'd be praying about. And God step in with his redemption again. Hard things, you know. And then Paul's talking about faith. And I started thinking about Pam, how she, she is not a complainer. And um, I kind of have a little problem in that area. And so I really look up to her in that. And she, she just doesn't complain. Things are piled on her lap, and she just, she's a doer. She, she does it, she gets it done, and she doesn't complain. I would marvel at that. And um, I just appreciated Paul's message about that and um, how it spoke to me. But she was a woman who allowed God's grace, faithfulness, and mercy come through, and the end was always redemption. And um, I am so encouraged just by her friendship by her leadership. I, I didn't know what a leader was. She, she taught me leadership. She taught me organizational leadership. She taught me personal leadership. She taught me all of that. Well, I remember one time she just said, you know, like an organization, like a, a business. And, you know, you have the, the leader here. And I'm like, huh, what? She taught me all of that. And I, and I just love that kind of stuff now. But anyway, the, I just wanted to to end with a verse about God's redemption because um, that's really why we're all here. That's why she serves. It's because of what Christ has done. And it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's great testimonies. Thank you so very much for, for sharing with us, Todd, Tracy, and Deanna. I'm going to have Pam share at this time. So where's Pam at? There you are, Pam. She wants to share a few words with us. Amen. is really hard. I, I love running the lights back there. I love running the spotlights and trying to get them just right. But I don't, I don't like being in the spotlight. I see Bakken's over there. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I love Paul's message today. I'm not worthy, you guys. I'm just someone that God has shown so much grace to. Okay, I did have something prepared I want to share. And uh, I really want to thank you guys, and I want to do a good job. So first off, I want to thank the worship team. We have such an amazing group of people here, you guys. It's not just me. Although I do try to carefully screen people. but <laughs> We didn't used to do that. Uh, but um, we really do have an amazing group of people here that I've had such just what a blessing to work with them all these years. So we had our last meeting on Monday night and took a picture, a couple, we took several pictures actually, but there's a nice one. And then you can show the next one, Josiah. Yeah, because <laughs> it's all about me. 
that night it was all about me. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just want to thank my worship team. We have had so many incredible experiences together, just worshiping the Lord and serving together. Gateway family, friends, I want to, you can take that down, Josiah. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I, the first thing in my heart is I really, really want to thank you guys for the grace that you have extended to me. I know that I've made a lot of mistakes, and I haven't always got it right. And you guys have continued to allow me to serve, and you've extended that grace to me that allowed me to learn from my mistakes and get back, you know, on my feet again and try. So I'm so grateful for that. I also want to thank you for your support. Countless numbers of times when you guys rolled up your sleeves and jumped in and came alongside whatever I was working on whether it's me or the worship team or Way of the Cross or some project or community services. We did a ton of community services. We did a, com a ton of worship events. Luke and Brittany, just thank you for all the help that you gave us because you know that you can't do it alone. It's, it's a team. It's all of us working together that make those things happen. So I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you so much for your encouragement. Just all the hugs and all the verbal um, messages and all the notes and the emails and the texts and the gifts and the visits over coffee and most of all your prayers. Thank you so much. Each time that happened, it was really special and meant something to me. So I want to thank you guys for that. And most of all, I want to thank you guys for loving me. I, I know what it feels like to be loved by a church family. You guys have done an awesome job at that. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you. Yes. And now... As this chapter in my life comes to a close, I want you guys to know uh, God, God's put some anticipation of good things in my heart, and he keeps saying that to me. And so I'm excited about what he has in store, and I'm not afraid of what the future holds. And um, just so you guys know, his people are asking me, and um, the first thing the Lord's told me is I'm to take the summer off, spend it with my kids. I'll be in Oregon for the month of July. And my big project this summer is to go through all my junk, all my accumulation. We have a pole barn. You guys know what that means. And, um, and I, to, in all honesty, I believe there's things that never got unpacked when we moved to this house 25 years ago. Okay, so yeah, I, yeah, so I've got, I've got a big project here ahead of me, but, uh, and then we'll just see what the Lord shows. He's so faithful. He's so good. But um, I want you guys to know that these years of serving here have just been such an incredible honor, such an incredible blessing, such a privilege. And uh, 
I just will always treasure that. And I want you to know that these years in serving here will always be some of the richest, happiest, and most fulfilling years of my life. Thank you, Gateway. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Pam. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask uh, Deanna and Tracy if they'll come. They're going to sing a special song. I knew that uh, I had on my notes that I, I wanted Tracy to, to, to be a part of the service and to sing in some capacity, and I thought it was to sing on the worship team. But uh, um, then when we met, it was, it was evident that, uh, that, that Pam or Tracy and Deanna were to come up with a, a song, a special song for, for Pam. And so they're going to do that, but as they're singing, I want the ushers to come forward at this time, and we're going to take up a special love offering for Pam. And the word says, those who who deserve honor, let us give to them honor. And Pam is very honorable, is she not? There's no doubt about that. And one of the ways that we can honor Pam is to give a generous gift. Now, she doesn't, she's just embarrassed that I would even say and talk about this. But there are times when I know that I know that I know and this is one of those times where I want Gateway Church to be generous because Pam has served us so well the last 15 years. So I'm going to ask that you would, you would give a gift, all right? If you're, vis- if you're visiting with us, this, you don't need to give a gift. Don't feel pressured to do that. But if you have been a, a part of this church family you know, history past or even history present right now, I'm, I'm appealing to the, the work that Pam has done in your heart. And I want you to give a gift. And so you can write that check to Gateway Church if you don't have any cash or a check card or, or, a, or, or a cash or, or a, um, a check, you can go out, all right, on that iPad and, and uh, identify that you want to give a gift there. And so as these offerings are, are being received, then we're going to, to listen to this song. And so, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would, you would bless this love gift, Lord, this love offering. I ask that Pam would just be blessed beyond her wildest imaginations, Lord. Listen to the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart right now. Give you thanks for Pam and Donnie. 
and his family. Bless these gifts now in your name. Amen. Sometimes I think what will people say of me when I'm only just a memory when I'm home where my soul belongs was I loved when no one else would show up was it Jesus to the least of us was my worship more than just a song I want to Never holding back I want to live like that I want to live like that Am I proof That you are who you say you are That grace can really change Never holding back I want to live like that 
I'm going to have you gals stay right here. And then uh, Pam, if you'll come on up, and Donnie. I'm going to ask Donnie if you'll come as well. And uh, the, the kids, come on up, kids. I don't know if Zach's here or not, but Alex and Tanya, I want them to, to come on up. we got a couple chairs. And uh, Don and Pam have wonderful hearts. You know, they adopted Alex and Tanya a few years ago, a number of years ago. And uh, they went to the Ukraine because the Lord put it on their hearts. Sit right here. And, uh, and yeah, amen. So I'm going to get some chairs for you guys. You're going to have to get your own chairs, all right? If you look back there, Pam, if Pam knew what was going on here, she'd have this all organized. But there's a couple, <laughs> there's a couple chairs right over there. <laughs> and so we, we want to gather around them as the body of Christ. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask uh, Craig, Skisad, and Sarah. Craig's a, an elder in our church. He's going to offer up a prayer. And uh, I'm going to have Craig, if you grab that microphone, one of the gals will give you a microphone. If you just stand right behind Don and Pam and Sarah, if you'll do that. And then here's the other thing that, that I'd love to take place is that anyone who has been impacted or who's been involved in the worship ministry in years past or right now, if you'll come up on stage, all right? I want you to gather around Pam, around Don and, and uh, the family because we're just going to circle around them with our prayers. So look around. Look at, I mean, half the church is coming up. <laughs> Isn't this incredible? I love this. Way of the Cross. If, uh, if you've been involved in Way of the Cross in any way. And uh, look at this, Pam. Look at this. Isn't this amazing? I, I just think this is so cool. You're young like that, you can just jump right up on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, let's just give the Lord a hand. This is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> Terry, I, Terry, you know, you got to take a, did you take a picture of this? No, this is, you have to get a picture of this. All right. We're not, we're not leaving until Terry gets a picture of this. And so, so Pam's telling you what to do now, not me. She's still in charge, you know. So, I, this is, still in charge until the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Craig, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you uh, offer up a prayer on our behalf. Or on behalf yeah, there's of a Pam. couple um, verses that come to mind just as I listen to... Uh, this body honoring you. So just wanted to read those and pray those over you. From Psalm 27, verse 4 says, One thing I ask of the Lord. Yes, God. This is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. And from Ephesians chapter 1, for this reason, ever since we've heard about your faith, Pam, in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all the saints, we at Gateway have not stopped giving thanks Amen. for you, Amen. remembering you in our prayers. In this day, we keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus, the glorious Father, 
May give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Yes, God. Yes, Father, we are tremendously blessed to have this woman as a part of our fellowship. Yes, God. I want to thank you um, for all of us here at Gateway for answering her prayers to be a woman of humility. Yes, God. Her willingness to surrender to you and seek humility has opened the door for all of us. Yes, to enter in to see the beauty of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so we want to thank you for how you've worked that into her heart and you're answering that so that when she does put together the worship here, we are invited in to experience what David got to experience, to gaze upon his beauty. Yes, God. And so we do give you thanks because that's a rare thing when the person removes themselves so that we can see the beauty of the Lord. Yes. And so we praise you for that and we thank you. We thank you for the faithfulness that's been very much portrayed through the testimonies. There are many days I'm sure she thought I should quit. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't. And so Lord, we bless you as we also bless her. Yes, God. We thank her for her faithfulness. We thank you for your faithfulness to her, Lord. I also ask now that, as Paul prayed, that you would give her an unveiling more and more of who you are Amen. in these years ahead. That the spirit of wisdom would give her skill in how to live. And that your spirit would open more and more of the beauties of Christ to her. Yes, God. And this would cause great rest, Lord. That she would be able to feel deeply the pleasure of your love. We do cherish her. And we ask that your spirit will anoint her with the understanding, the experience of this love, God. And we pray this in your name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody stay. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have everyone stay here. This is a prophetic act that, that I just feel in my heart that, I, that we need to do here at Gateway Church. So Pam, I'm going to have you just stand right here if you will, okay? You and I have been so, so close over the years. We've had a lot of wonderful conversations and, and prayer and, and uh, crying together and yeah, thank you. Laughing together. Laughing. We've laughed a lot together. <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, where's Joey at? Joey Evanson. Josiah. Sorry, Josiah. Jo Josiah, just go on the other side, all right? Here's what I want. Here's what I want you to do. I want you guys to hold hands here, right? And here's here's what here's what's happening. And uh, is that there's a there's going to be an interim. Um, space here between what's going to happen in our in our worship ministries and so joey evanson is is going to be the interim worship director all right and uh um that's starting july 1st but he's shadowing pam right now okay and so he's going to fill in for a time and during that time we're going to be seeking and asking the lord lord who are your who are you calling to be the worship pastor here at Gateway Church. So I, I don't know that. I, I can't stand before you today and say, I know exactly who that person is. I don't know. 
And as a leadership team, we're just praying and asking the Lord to show us. And uh, um, God put Joey on Pam's heart to, to fill this next phase. And so she, she shared that with us, and we just prayed about it. I prayed about it a lot. And uh, I believe that this is what the Lord has for us. And so as they kind of hold hands here, and I'm going to hold Pam's hand, and this is just a prophetic act saying, Lord, bless the, the, the baton as it's passed on to, to Joey. And then I don't know who's going to be there besides Joey. I don't know that. All right? But let's pray that the Lord's will would be done. So I'm going to have everyone stand, all right? If you'll stand. And let's just extend our hands out and, as a sign of blessing and as a sign of also receiving from the Lord. Lord, we, we worship you, we love you. Thank you for this time of, of honoring one who is so dear to us. Lord, in this prophetic act, as, as Pam holds on to the hand of Josiah Evanson, Lord, we pray that, that the mantle would go forth, Lord. And she's poured into him already through the years. I mean, she's already invested heavily in his life and ministry. So, Lord, I pray. We pray for this, this transition period, Lord, that we would continue just to walk forward to what you have for us, Lord. May, may, the, may you build. May you build on this incredible foundation that's been laid over all these years. Build on it, God. Lord, you see this as a prophetic act. Lord, you see it. We just ask that you would answer our prayers, Lord, for the future. Bless Pam and Donnie in, in their future. Bless Gateway Church. So we seek you as leaders here at Gateway Church. We want to be in your will. We know we will be now. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a hand. He's worthy. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to be dismissed, and, and we want you just to go straight to the, the dinner, all right? We got a dinner in honor here of, of Pam and, and, and Donnie, and so I want them to be the first out there, all right? Okay, so gather up your stuff, and you guys go right over here. All right, I know you better than that. So I don't know if she'll she'll listen to me or not. I'd like for that to happen, but stick around. All right, we want to just uh, tell Pam how much we appreciate her. God bless you. You are dismissed.